Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community. This week, my guest is... Hi, this is Luke back from Couch Troll Brewing. Welcome back one more time. We're doing another episode here, a little bit more of a flash episode where we jump in on some topics a little more current. And what this episode is about is we're going to talk about some uh, Ravnica Allegiance spoilers. So the way we'll do this is um, I'll uh, talk about one of the cards that I like, uh, pass it over to Luke, then we'll come back and forth and we'll talk a little bit about these cards. Uh, so the first one that I like that stands out to me, I'm going to pick it mostly for uh, for the art, uh, but I've got Bankrupt in Blood. This is a sorcery. It's one generic mana, and it's one black mana. As an additional cost to cast this spell, sacrifice two creatures, draw three cards. So cool, I like uh, card drawing. Um, I'm not sure about perhaps sacrificing my critters for that, but I really like the art. It's like this epic fountain of blood plus gold coins, and it's just really epic art by Seb McKinnon. So if you want to check out that card, what do you think about it? Seb McKinnon's artwork is, is just absolutely gorgeous. I I just got my kick, my Kickstarter backer rewards for... Uh, the extended Seb McKinnon playmat and artworks. I got two playmats and two artworks in the mail, actually about a week and a half ago, custom Seb McKinnon art. I got a couple of them. I'm going to get framed and put up on the wall. Cool. Yeah. This, uh, this art, it's like um, really evocative of like some powerful emotions, like of sacrifice and uh, uh, just like a fountain of blood. And I like the flavor text. Your spirits can rest in peace, for your debts are paid. So as for the effect the effect itself, draw three cards for only two mana. You just have to sacrifice a couple of creatures. So maybe if you've got some tokens, being in black, I suppose they might want you to play it in a Rakdos deck, uh, or maybe even uh, Orzhov. So you've got some spirit tokens flying around that might want to sacrifice themselves for you. And it paired pretty good and constructed with uh, the Murmuring Mystic. Oh, yeah. Uh, all of those little birds are finally going to be useful. Well, those birds are great. I love that card. <laughs> I just don't like going up against it. But yes, I agree. It is a, a, a that mystic uh, can can really murmur very well. Well, uh, what's a card that you're uh, that you're that stands out for you at the moment? Um, one of the one of the ones that was previewed in the last couple of days that's really caught my eye is depose and deploy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those split cards for um. Azorius? Yeah, it's one of the split cards for the Azorius Guild. Um, uh, Depose is one in a hybrid white or blue mana. Tap target creature, draw a card. So it's a powered down ice from Fire and Ice. Mm -hmm. And then Deploy is instant speed as well. Two, a white and a blue to create two one one colorless thopter artifact creature tokens. And then gain one life for each creature you control? Wow. Apparently I didn't read all of that card and I already loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm picturing a one I'm picturing a blue white skies deck really coming together, uh, using this card, using the new Dovin, and um, mm-hmm. 
really going wide with favorable winds and some other things like that. After you get, you know, a bunch of guys, you can tap the fly blocker out of the way with the pose side of the card, draw an extra card and just try to slam face. Yeah, I'm really liking these hybrid cards or uh, the split cards, that is, uh, that you can have the option of doing one or the other. Uh, I'm still uh, wondering, there's no official like connecting word between them, right? Because we had, for example, failure to launch or fire and ice. Uh, this one doesn't have any connecting word in between, right? I think the word in this one is specifically or i mean it's not really much of a word because you can't like entwine them or anything so yeah. depose or deploy mm -hmm. i guess i'm not a hundred percent sure if they have a word there i've been just using plus when i talk about it depose plus deploy who knows if that's right but I like the effect, definitely. Both of them at instant speed. So uh, think about also, suddenly I've got two 1-1 one, one flying blockers that you didn't uh, expect. And the tacked on life gain that apparently I didn't read the whole card. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you didn't uh, tilt your head 90 degrees enough to actually read the whole thing. Yeah. I got it pulled up on Scryfall. I got the words printed out next to the card, but yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, Scryfall. Shout out to Scryfall. They don't sponsor this podcast or anything, but uh, they're a great resource for finding all the card info. So, okay, cool. I like that. Here's uh, another one that that I'm liking in the previews. Um, Grasping Thrall. This is a creature. It's a thrall. It's three generic mana, one white mana, one black mana. So it's a gold card. You get a 3-3 three, three flying thrall. And when grasping thrall enters the battlefield, it deals two damage to each opponent and you gain two life. So I like this for several reasons. Uh, it's, um, it's a flyer. It's a 3-3. Three, three. It's a thrall. So that sort of uh, tingles my nostalgia senses. Uh, because, uh, like I said, before I... Uh, played back in the 90s, back uh, in the time of like Fallen Empires, where Thralls really made their splash, uh, which are these like mindless creatures, uh, sort of like these um, beasts of burden sort of things. And I guess they're still being used, or actually they're being used on a different plane, because originally Fallen Empires, I guess, took place in Dominaria plane, and here they are on Ravnica plane. So there must be something really deep going on that Thralls are in this other plane. Yeah. Thralls are very common type thing for a low level cultist type thing mm. so it makes sense that they'd show up on many planes in the multiverse yeah this is a kind of a creature also or a kind of a spell that i think would work better in multiplayer so for arena it might not be completely amazing after all five mana for a three three flyer um you gain a little bit of life and you do some damage automatically and again for multiplayer i like that a little better but Maybe eventually we'll have that sweet multiplayer on Arena. Let's see who's the artist on that. Oh, that's also Seb McKinnon. So uh, that's uh, another another of their cards that's uh, looking really good with that with with that style of art. Yeah, sweet card. <laughs> There's also a bunch of pigeons flying around, and the more that I look at this art, uh, the scarier it is because that thrall has got some sort of mask or just a weird weird face. So this is in the Orzhov Syndicate, isn't it? Um, so what? Uh, since I'm getting back into magic before kind of learning a lot about, uh, I wasn't quite around for the original uh, Ravnica and such. What would you say is like the style of Orzhov? Like what are they? What are they up to? Um, the main um, 
theme of Orzov is collecting taxes, getting mm-hmm. um, like the last time we re- when Return to Ravnica happened, their um, ability was extort. If you had a permanent with extort on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you would you could pay an extra black or a white. It was a hybrid mana symbol, and you would drain for one. Mm. So you play a, play out a spell, drain an extra one with extra mana. Very good for building out to a late game. Very good mana sync late game. If you got three or four of them out there, you can just dump a bunch of extra mana into it and play a little one one and drain for four. <laughs> mm, okay. So this one doesn't have any sort of keyword mechanic, but it does um, have a pseudo extort. I guess it's automatic in that the opponent automatically loses life. Yep. What about yourself? What's a card you're you're liking? Okay, the the Timmy Brewer in me is really coming out with this one. And this is such a troll card, it even has a troll name. We're gonna go with Amplifier. It is two and two red for an elemental creature. At the beginning of your upkeep, reveal the cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card. Until your next turn, Amplifier's power base power and toughness are twice set cards power. And its base toughness becomes twice that card's base toughness. Put the revealed cards on the bottom of your library in any in a random order. So shuffle up whatever how many ever many cards you reveal, and then put them on the bottom of your library. This I'm it's it's going to be a terrible deck, but it's going to be a fun meme deck hmm. for occasionally to bust out. I'm picturing this forerunner of the empires, which is the a uh, forerunner that goes and tutors up a dinosaur and puts it mm-hmm. on top of your library and Galta. <laughs> uh, okay. And then, so you can reveal Galta. It becomes a 24, 24 <laughs> and then Bravanic punch thud mm-hmm. uh, instance and sorceries that can give trample and just try to end the game in one s- silly um, turn. Yes. <laughs> That definitely sounds silly, and if you, yeah, if you've got all of that in play, I think that'll work. But yeah, twenty-four, twenty-four, elemental. Uh, I'm looking at the art, and um, I would have thought, okay, it's a big old fiery goblin. Okay, technically, it's an elemental. He's just acting like a goblin, and uh, it's like double the size of the original goblin. So that makes perfect sense. It's gonna be bad. But it's going to be hilarious at one time it goes off. And yes, the screenshot's going to end up on every social media platform that I <laughs> that I, I am on when I pull it off. <laughs> yes. Now, I was uh, searching for it and silly me typing in the real word into the search box. No, they're doing a pun, aren't they? Amplifier. Yep. Uh, like I said, it's a troll card f- straight from the name. <laughs> yes. Well, I think that'll um, that'll be pretty fun when that happens. I see it's a rare, so probably not a not a high cost rare. But if you get a play set of those and and do some uh, some fun troll tricks with it, I think it'll work. I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> this is like I think really exe- exemplifies some of like the chaotic nature or the chaotic aspect of red because you're dependent on what you're gonna what flips over uh, that turn, right? It, it yep, and if you flip over a one one or even like an o one, it'll become an o two. Um, mm-hmm. But what there is a major drawback to this too, because every card you reveal, including that one you're setting the power and toughness, is going on the bottom of your library. Mm-hmm. So 
you're actually it's actually going to make you less likely to draw a creature card because you just threw one on the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be any good in any kind of competitive constructed. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes Without you just have to up, go for the fun. Yeah, just just go for the fun. <laughs> All right, so for my uh, final card here, I'm going to cheat because it's my podcast. I'm going to choose um, all of the lockets. And in this case, we've got the Azorius locket, the Gruul locket, the Orzhov locket, and the Rakdos locket. Oh, and the Simic locket, too. And I'm picking them because um, this one, uh, this time I'm picking them again for a little bit more for the for the art and the Vorthos and the story behind them. I really like how they uh, have their own personality. I love the Gruul locket. If I have to pick one of them, I'm... I'm uh, torn between Gruul and Rakdos. The Gruul locket is basically a little animal skull with the Gruul symbol inside of it. And so all of these lockets continue the the concept from uh, Guilds of Ravnica in that it's a three-costed artifact. It can then tap for its uh, aligned colors. Uh, You pay for aligned mana, and then you can sacrifice the locket and get two cards. But this locket, uh, this Gruul locket... Uh, the flavor text in life it was a cunning survivor fearless and quick may its power pass to you as you wear its skull gna uh, gruel shaman i think just like the flavor of that is just so cool and the little painting of it kev walker uh, i uh, that card really stands out to me not a power card or anything just helps you a little bit with your ramp but uh it it stands out the lockets in the in the previous limited environment started out as really hyped really high. And then most of them kind of just got relegated to sideboard cards, except for the, is it one because it really helped to cast Niv Mizzet. Most of these, I mean, it looks like all of these guilds have some form of color that has card advantage in it already, which Mm -hmm. is good. I can really see the, the Simic one probably being the one with the best mana dumps, so that's probably going to be, of these five guilds, the one most likely to actually see play in Limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Simic has uh, Adapt, right, as their new mechanic? Or what's it called? That new The new Simic mechanic that is basically the um, Monstrous 2.0? Yeah, it's it's Adapt. Let me, let me double check. Where's the Simic card? Come on. Yes, it's Adapt. <laughs> That took way too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. That, through the magic of editing, no one will know. Exactly. But that, you did a good point there about okay, yeah, it could be uh, you know for for uh, uh, for Simic for the for a mana dump in there, and uh, on that one, the art is pretty cool as well. Uh, one one more passing thought: Gruel Locket, uh, Kev Walker. I was thinking about that name, and I remembered. Well, that's a name that's been making magic art for like 20 years. I remember his art way back in, I think, like he, like the time of Mirage, which was 1996. And it's like, wow, time flies, and artists, uh, good artists, especially, keep getting, uh, keep getting gigs. Absolutely. So, what would you say is your uh, third card that stands out at the moment in this preview season? Now, I know everybody gets excited for new cards and new cards coming back, but the, my number one pick from the cards we've seen so far is a reprint. We're going to talk about Mortify. I'm going to go... Mortify is just one, a white, and a black for an instant. Destroy target creature or enchantment. Very mm-hmm. simple. It's it's murder, 
just with white an ex with a white mana instead of an extra black mana. Mm -hmm. But being able to destroy enchantments can really have a big effect on the current meta for constructed decks. A lot of the engine cards that are really backbreaking um, are enchantments. We got mm -hmm. search for his Kanta before it flips. Mm -hmm. We have oh god. Well, I guess basically all of the flips at the moment from uh, from Ixalan block, right? They start off as enchantments, pretty much. Uh, uh, there's a few of them that start out as artifacts, but the ones right. that are really important: search for his Kanta, um, Eldest Reborn, and um, History of Benalia. Mm -hmm. All of these cards are big engine cards that gain a lot of value. Elders Reborn gets so much worse when it's five mana, Edict a Creature, and then it gets blown up at, at a turn, mm -hmm. so you don't get the discard effect and you don't get to buy the creature back. Yeah. History of Vanalia just turns into a three mana, two, two Vigilance with Lifelink if you can blow it up either before you before the start of your turn or after you untap, which is making these engine cards a lot less effective. Yeah. Go it's going to be amazing and limited. <laughs> I think so. Uh, instant speed to take out a creature or an enchantment. And like you're saying, yeah, uh, there's a variety of engine cards that uh, you can take out a couple of gears with this card. It looks like it's been uh, reprinted previously, like you said. Uh, I guess it was also in Explorers of Ixalan, that supplemental product that no one cared about. I mean, uh, that uh, wasn't for us, maybe. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's some interesting ideas, but eh, it definitely didn't have the reprint punch that a lot of established players are looking for. Mm -hmm. So here again is that flavor of Orzhov coming through. Your debt is erased, Hilger, Orzhov cult uh, enthusiast. Oh, wait, that's not an enthusiast, that's euthanist. Oh, interesting. Yep, reading, <laughs> reading the card explains the card. And the art is really good, too. It's, uh, it's really emotional with some uh, some person getting mortified to death i suppose oh i see there's a pun in there as well yeah the art direction in these last two sets has been absolutely just just killing it it's been beautiful yeah i i don't know what to say the last few sets has, has just been absolutely on point there's not been too many cards that just like feel out of place they all have their their own emotion based on mm -hmm. what artist has given it but you can definitely feel the overall arching direction for the whole set yeah it does seem cohesive and you know returning to returning to ravnica in a new season i think that was one of the art directions that we were going to be like in the fall i think it does show all right well as we wind down thank you for jumping in on the podcast with me to talk a little bit about some of these cards that are coming up is there uh any final thoughts you have or anything you'd like to uh, promote again um i'm just really excited we got another week of spoilers i'm getting everything lined up so i can go to my pre-release so i can keep my streak alive of making every pre-release since um battle for zendikar cool or not battle for zendikar yeah no 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 lied keep my streak alive of making every pre-release for oath of the gatewatch oh it was a zendikar block <laughs> yes and um i'm really looking forward to getting into this new limited environment it's going to be sad to see niv mesic go <laughs> also again i'm luke from couch Show brewing you can find me on twitter at geek luke g Thank you for that. And I'm VM Campos. You can find me in the usual places, Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, and such. Thank you for listening. 
and I will see you in the arena.